You're listening to the Naptime Empires podcast with my mom, Nikki Ellidge Brown. Mom, your show's on. Thanks, bud. I got it from here. Welcome to the Naptime Empires podcast, refreshingly honest conversations on the realities of parenthood and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Nikki Ellidge Brown. Let's get started. I'm dusting off the mic. We are continuing Naptime Empire's book mode after quite a while. Look, things have been happening. I just haven't been recording them here. I've been recording them in my On Her Terms podcast. So if you haven't checked that out, definitely do. And I'll put a link in the show notes as well. But so many things have been happening behind the scenes, including my Polly Pocket BFF, Jada Selner, who was featured in the last episode where we were sharing about the creative cocoon and the process of writing books and things. She published her book, She Builds, in November of 2022. I'm recording this at the very end of February of 2023. It is so good, first of all. I basically ate it in a day. (laughs) I, I listened one sweet day when all three kids were at school. I listened on pub day to the entire Audible book, which is such a delight. In this conversation with Jada that we recorded initially for her podcast before it was published, before the book was published, we were just bottling up, how's it going? You know, like, what was it like? How does it feel actually getting it and putting it out there and so that people can react to it and all of that. We talk about all of these things, specific insights into actually recording the audiobook and how we were working on edits in Radiator Springs together at Disneyland as part of a book retreat. We called it Bibbidi Bobbidi Book Retreat. I was her fairy doc mother in that final round of edits, which was like a communication stylist dream because we couldn't actually affect the pagination imagination. Um, We had to like work within the exact pages that we had to make sure that she was saying what she wanted to say. And we talk about all of that. We giggle a lot. It might sound a bit like the SNL coffee time skit at times. We talk about hair highlights and lowlights and our experiences with that. It's a really fun conversation. I mean, at least it was for us. So we've gotten great feedback on her podcast where she released this, this conversation initially. But I had to have it over here because if you're listening, if you've been following along with the Naptime Empire's journey, especially with this season on book mode, there are just so many nuggets of inspiration for you to collect in here. So I hope that you enjoy it. As you listen, if you would take a screenshot or share a gem or something that really stands out to you and post it to social media, I'm going to do a giveaway of the audiobook. I mean, the the print book is beautiful. The hardcover is, is amazing and beautiful. But if you're listening to this, I don't want you to have any excuses not to read the book. I just want you to listen to it like I did. You don't have to listen to it in a day, but I do love the Audible book. So if you would, if you want to play along and be part of the Audible book giveaway, then what you need to do is take a screenshot, tag me at Nikki Elledge Brown, tag Jada at Jada Selner, and then tag two of your biz besties. And she's not just a biz bestie. She's just like a bestie in life and soul sister for this whole lifetime and probably many more. But anyway, then that then that will enter you into the giveaway. What is it called? Pool or something? I don't know. I'm making this up as I go, but I want you to have her book. So if you don't already have it and you want to play in the giveaway, then do. And also you could just go buy it yourself. Use It's absolutely worth your money and audible credit. 
and maybe you could gift one to a friend. Okay, I'll stop talking about that. I want you to enjoy this conversation. Let us know your favorite light bulb moments, something that made you laugh or think differently. We genuinely love to hear the feedback. And also I'll be back because I, I got to update you. I got to pull to refresh and bring you up to speed on what's happening with the Naptime Empires book and all of that. And spoiler alert, I ended up getting an agent last year. I know. I'll tell you more about that next time. All right. Enjoy the conversation. Nikki, we have officially pressed record. I'm trying not to laugh because that's what we do when we talk is we laugh, we cry, we celebrate, we We eat mediocre cupcakes that are beautifully (laughs) designed. Oh my goodness. We've also had really delicious We've cupcakes had really, together. That are very simply with no design. So there's a metaphor there for sure. <laughs> yes. What was it? That was Waco, Texas for yeah, delicious Magnolia. cupcakes. And then we had, <laughs> what did we, what was it? Disney Grand Californian cupcakes yeah. with like Star Wars. Not so great on the inside. It was pretty though. Well, I'm excited for us to be in this conversation. I think you are probably on my show the most. Well, I'm I'm actually going to have to compare you with probably a soul. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like who is behind the scenes with me? Yeah. So I'm excited for us to have this conversation because she builds is out and you have had front row seats and boxer access to all my deepest, darkest secrets, <laughs> fears, highlight reels, low lights, which I'm still, when you describe low lights to me with hair, I still don't get it. And but I just got my I freshest batch today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm getting a highlight something on Friday. That's my like hair refresher. And oh, look at us balancing each other out. Yes. highlight. The only difference lights. is that I'm depositing color and you're removing color. That's it. Oh, okay. It's just a lower, it's darker than white, you know, like I'm putting my auburn color back onto my Oh, okay. So like if I'm having blonde feature, that's yeah, you're going lighter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Hi. Now I get it. Versus low. I'm light going- bulb, light bulb. Yes. I'm glad it clicked. You got a clicker. (laughs) So for you who are listening, because there's just one person, there's many people, but we're only talking to one person. That's right. You get a front row seat into the behind the scenes of how we talk and conversate. We have a full content feed and Voxer that could be a whole podcast. And it's prolific. We are prolific (laughs) private content creators for sure. (laughs) But we are working on trying to not I think we've done it maybe twice. We're like, we'll share this on social media instead of going straight to Voxer first. So the intention for this conversation is to be in celebration of the book, also to kind of get some behind the scenes and how the book has come to fruition. Our relationship, you're a big part of my support squad. And also there was one more thing that was kind of fluttering around. Oh, you're featured in chapter 12 of the book, Embrace Your Pace. Pace. I feel like Miss January or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So it's just going to be a fun, cozy conversation with my Polly Pocket BFF. It's an honor to be back with you and you, listener. I love it. So where do we want to start, Nikki? 
I would like to start with the Instagram story as of this day that we're recording that you just posted because it's been so exciting and years in the making. It's so fun to see people sharing, not even just a mock-up of what the book cover is going to be, but now that she's actually in your hands, that you have actual photographs with the hardcover version. It's so fun to see people actually sharing. And so you shared these Instagram stories today of people sharing and, you know, yay, pre-ordering and whatever. And then you shared yourself speaking to the camera about how it feels in this moment. So I wonder if you would share that again, but here in podcast form to kind of bottle it of how it feels right now. Like it's just right before, I mean, she's there in boxes and (laughs) in your living room, but like just right before it's actually launch time, what are you feeling right now? Oh, I love that. Yes. So I'm the biggest word that rises to the top is excited. Like I feel really excited. I also feel proud of myself. Like I know how much time, effort, and energy went into writing the book, editing the book, and then now in this kind of promotional sharing phase of the book. And so I just, I'm like, wow, to have something physical in my hands. And it just feels so much more different than even the Simple Green Smoothies recipe book, because Mm -hmm. those are a collection of recipes. And this is like my life, (laughs) like my life story, the tools and strategies that I share with my clients, with my friends, really a time capsule of 14 years of entrepreneurship. And so excited is like, that big feeling that's Mm -hmm. kind of overriding everything. And then I'm also feeling nervous and scared and anxious. Like I noticed the night before last night, George made like cacao. He has like chocolate for ceremony. (laughs) It's just basically like hot chocolate, but (laughs) it has like caffeine in it, I think. And so it kept me up at night. And so I was like, it was that. And he's like, I was knocked out. I was sleeping. But then last night I didn't have any stimulants. I don't actually, I don't eat a lot of chocolate and I don't drink a lot of caffeine. Yeah. And I was still up late. I almost boxed you last night. Mm. It was like past midnight and like I'm up and thoughts are swirling. Like I, like I can just, it's almost like I can't quite name it, but I'm like scared too, you know, of just like, oh, she's coming. Like, like people are going to read it. And they're going to have an experience with it and I can't control that. So that's where that like anxious feeling comes into place of like, just, it is what it is. And also I think the excitement and celebration, which I'm so thankful for people sharing and like, can't wait to read it. And I'm like, I can't wait for you to read it either. And also I'm nervous that I'm going to let them down or it's like, Oh, the cover is beautiful and this is great. But now that I've read it, (laughs) womp, womp, womp. Yeah, I mean, it makes so much sense. And I'm just over here saying like, you know, it's amazing. You've done it. I've witnessed it. I've seen it with my own eyes. Like I saw the whole thing happen. And so it's just very refreshing and so inspiring and just comforting too, just to hear you say like, because these are such human, normal. I mean, I imagine... I don't know. And you can let me know when your next book is coming out. Like this is probably just how it goes, right? I mean, it's not a podcast. It's different. It's not an Instagram story that could disappear. It's not a podcast that you could technically go replace the audio file. So this is a whole different level of sharing your work with people. Yeah, It's literally a different form. And like you said, it's not 
recipes, which is also interesting because even the last book had your face on it. And this one doesn't even have your face right on the front cover right now, yeah. currently, but it still feels more like, whoop, there it is. Yes. Know? Like the vulnerability hangover of it all. Yeah. There's, I'm in my office space recording right now. And it's in this place called SEMA space, which is, they have several kind of offices like for therapists. And so I'm like one of the, like the business coach in the room, writing my book and recording podcasts and having coaching conversations. But one of the people here, he was like, Oh, could I check out a copy of your book? So I just kind of like left it. And he's like, Oh my gosh, I'm totally relating to like the musician story of your husband. And so it's also just like this guy doesn't even know me, but he's going right. to finish this book in the next couple of days. His wife has a private practice. I don't know him except for saying wow. like hi in the kitchen area, but there's a bit of vulnerability. Like I love that he's like, oh, I'm totally oh relating. God. And also like, you don't know me and you're about to know a whole lot about me, my husband, my kid, my like dreams, my visions, my failures, all the things are just bottled up into this thing that people can consume in. Wow a few hours, a few days, a few hours, if you're listening on Audible, you know, I think it's probably going to be like eight hours and then, you know, 300 pages. Oh my gosh. It's happening. Like this is it though. This is so wild that he's literally in your office, just (laughs) reading it and spending eight hours. Eight hours is not a few hours. That's a lot of time (laughs) to spend with you in your mind, in your heart, soul, and spirit. And well, it's happening. Because this is what we've been talking about, right? Like this is the thing about having a book. You really get to know someone. It's And it's different than just binge listening to a podcast or whatever, which is its own way to really get to know someone in various here and there conversations. But when you're following a through line all the way through cover to cover, it's a different way, but that's the point, right? I mean, that's why you did it and now it's happening. Yes, 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 yes. So that is so cool. <laughs> Water cooler conversation. Like, so what chapter are you on? Yeah. Just, just an estimate, like just, you know, like no rush, but I just wanted to know, like, how's it going? Are you going to pass it to your wife or what are we doing? Yes. Yes. And uh, yeah, I'm so interested to see like how it lands. Cause I have a lot of male supporters and friends who are like, I'm excited to read it. I'm excited to get my hands on it, which I think is so beautiful. And also, you know, my beta readers, I had 16, Uh but they all identified as female and totally relate and resonate to the messaging. But there's people, men who are like, oh, this is totally like my speed of growing business. It'll be interesting to see how many, you know, menses (laughs) like read it. And I think that feels exciting for me of even if you're just an ally or supporter to understand what it's like to build as a woman, as a caregiver or non-binary or however you identify, but also for us who have been socialized as female to have men reading books that are centering women's stories because for decades we've been reading business books that are centering men's stories. And so just to see what happens when that shift happens, you know, and I'm curious if you know, even like with, I should have asked Carrie when I was on her podcast, because she has her book, she means mm-hmm. business, you know, mm-hmm. or there's girl boss or, and people, I even question like, should it be she, should it be like just filled right. with love or right, right, how, right. should it be more inclusive? You know, I question that for sure in the title process, but this name just landed, you know, several, maybe four 
four years ago, maybe even longer than that, you know, it just, it kind of like rose to the top. It wasn't even like first or even second on the list as a title. But mm-hmm. once I got to book proposal process, that's where it got to. I mean, well, I have questions about like moving forward and how you're preparing. Well, let's just talk about that. Yeah. So in these weeks at the time that we're recording this, it's like three weeks till we're less Up than now. Yeah. yeah. So knowing and all the thinking and all the thoughts and all the research that you've been doing, because that's also been really fun. We send each other lots of notes, obviously back and forth in iMessages so that we can easily find the links. We usually go iMessage for links (laughs) (laughs) for long ass descriptions and conversations about things, but you've been listening to lots of podcasts and stuff on the creative process and what it's been like for other people. So what have you learned and what are some of your favorite insights for this part of the process where it is like, it's time to share, it's time to release because I was doodling over here. And you were talking about the writing part, which is obviously got its own challenges. Then the editing part, which has its own challenges, bringing it into form. And now you're in the sharing part and releasing it, which is like, it's just its own venture because it's about feedback. And what does that mean to you? What do you take in? What do you just let go and know like, okay, cool. That's fine. You could completely misinterpret it. We know that one star review is coming from someone. Like, how? What are you doing and preparing based on what you've been reading and listening to? Yeah. So I had like a big gulp moment because I was like, oh, I haven't been really listening to kind of prep me for this season completely. Mm-hmm. But I did listen to a few things, and yeah. so the biggest thing that I hear, and it's the hardest thing for me. And I think for everyone who's probably reading the book is you want to do all the things and you just don't have enough time to execute Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. So the big takeaway for me is, you know, focusing on three to five core strategies and then allowing the rest of your ideas, like to kind of build up to the crescendo to to the launch day, to book pub day, birthday, whatever, however you want to call it insider industry, like traditional publishers call it OSD, on sale date. And I was like, what is OSD? Okay. Yes. Noted. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> but amongst fellow authors, it's like pub day, like happy pub day. So that was the hardest thing for me because you saw my post-its, like the photo. Of, she loves a post-it. <laughs> like filling a whole white dry erase board with my each post it having an idea for the book launch. So something you could do. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had to go through that, like acknowledging all the ideas, which in my Mm -hmm. book, I call it your dream bank. Like what Mm -hmm. are all the ideas floating around and just letting yourself see all of them. And then I had to kind of start moving stuff around to what do I actually, what am I excited to do versus someone said this works really well. Right. And then also what do I have the time, energy, money, Mm -hmm. resources for, because that's Mm -hmm. another thing too. And we talked about this where it's like, oh, I want to do this thing that our friend did. And I just don't have the money right now to like invest in that type of Mm -hmm. delivery and follow through. So it's like, you know, where do I want to put my time, money and energy? So those are the things that kind of help me see what's going to rise to the top. And I had a really good podcast interview with AJ Harper, on my show this season. And she had like three key things that she did leading up to the pub day. And I was really inspired by that. And it really allowed me to like 
exhale and like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was like a reminder of like, that's how I want to do it. I don't want this big crescendo and like, and then I'm exhausted and have nothing left. I want it to be fun, exciting. And then I want a sustainable path where I'm looking at this as 12 to 18 months of really just like, how can I keep getting this book into as many hands as possible? So then it has its natural organic momentum of word of mouth. Yeah. Cause that's you leading with love in action, right? Like it would be antithetical to the book for you to just burn yourself the F out. <laughs> like by the time that your book comes out, you're like, I don't know, guys, I just needed to learn it again, which of course we do. And it happens and that's human and cyclical in certain ways. But I feel like this is a very jot away. I mean, I love that you honor and acknowledge just like you honor and acknowledge people in your life. <laughs> like you <laughs> honor and acknowledge. I see you. I hear you. You've got your post-it. Now, if you'll, you know, you can wait right here and I'm going to like really tune in to which ones are the ones. And so what are the ones, what are the things that have felt most inspiring to you as you are sharing? Like what ideas and ways to share this book are lighting you up the most right now? Yeah. So it was interesting because I was like getting excited about it right now where like Mm -hmm. in the past, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do it, but I am. My number one was to do a podcast tour. So to be Mm -hmm. on other people's podcasts and that has been so much fun to me. It's also a sustainable piece of my business that I want to keep beyond the book launch because I just haven't been podcasting on other people's show. So this is a great like reintroduction to all my people. And it's almost like as I have shown up doing these podcast interviews, people are inviting me to be on their podcast again or like, mm-hmm. or for the first time. And I'm just like, yes, totally. Yes. I will be on your, yes, yes, yes. I do accept this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been many years since I've been like in that space. So it also feels good to have something to talk about that's embodying and encapsulating all the things that I've been teaching and coaching yeah. and thinking about for so many years. And I think before the book, I played with ideas and concepts, but it didn't feel rooted and grounded. Mm -hmm. So something with the book gives us like a centerpiece for both me and the interviewer. So I feel really like that was my number one strategy for the book launch. And I scheduled over 20. I will also say (laughs) John Lee Dumas, a mutual friend of ours, and Nikki has been in the, like the top 10 of interviews on Entrepreneur on Fire but we got his address to send him a copy of the book and then sent a link to be on the podcast. And, you know, you and I were talking about this behind the scenes of like, uh, I don't know if he's going to want me on his show again, or, you know, you get like the automatic reply. So So it's just great to like rekindle conversations with people, which is why I love podcast. And then also I wanted to launch season five of lead with love just to be like, I am here, I am here and have my own conversation platform to talk about the book, to talk to my besties and my supporters in this creative process. And it's making me, I'm trying to figure out what my relationship with the podcast will be in season six. Mm -hmm. I think I'm just like, I'm like a Netflix show, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like six to 12 episodes and then I'll see you next year. Not like 20, whatever you were saying with, <laughs> I yeah. never paid attention to how many I just go, go until, and then I get to the, 
as I know that I'm nearing the end of the story arc, I'm like, how many do we have left? I need to know so I can be prepared if I'm going to run out here. Yeah. I mean, those were kind of like the big ones. And then also what we kind of call like an influencer campaign mm-hmm. or just reaching out. And I think that's integrated with the podcast strategy, but not everyone has a podcast. And so just being able to get the book in as many hands as possible of people who are already serving, showing up for people that I think would be ideal readers for the book. And that's been really fun and easy, like a lot easier than I thought, you know, I don't know. There's something that happens where you're like, does this person like me? Do they remember me? And Mm -hmm. they're like, yes, send them my way. Excited. Yes. So I think that's been just that. I also, something I want to do once the book comes out is asking people for reviews. So kind of building up that relationship to just my clients, my beta readers, Because I think that really helps a book go a long way because we all look at reviews, every book, no matter what, even if Mm -hmm. someone's highly recommended it, I will still read the reviews. And sometimes I'll read a one-star review and it will deter me from downloading it right away. Do you know, Mm -hmm. or like getting it right away or, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, maybe this isn't the book for me. So I just think honest, authentic reviews are very helpful to kind of get people over the hump for the buying decision. So I want to be really intentional with that. If people go to shebuilds.com slash review, we'll take you right to the book. Only if you love and adore it. And if you don't, it's okay too. I am prepared for my one-star review, right? Right, Nikki? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. We're ready. We're ready. Well, we talked about before, like what if you wrote your own one-star review, just not to publish it, but just to know, like these are the things probably that people aren't going to like, or, you know, like if, obviously if it's not your ideal reader, because that's the beautiful thing is that you already do know that you have ideal readers that are your dream clients and have literally already read, you know, your beta readers or whatever. So you already know, okay, even before it was in its final form, it was showing up and serving and connecting for some people. And it's not going to for everyone and that's okay. But as you've been going through this process, even from cover design, which I don't know if you've talked about that in another episode, but we Mm -mm, could talk about that too, about your double opt-in so that we talked about those things. It's like, you're right. Someone's going to think that's not cute. Someone's going to think that's silly. Someone's going to think that's whatever, but I am intentionally choosing it, knowing that because this, and then that helps you feel really certain and grounded. But this is, yes. you know, easy for me to say because I don't have the book. book out yet. Yeah, so you have to go first. But it's like I will be here to support it. So, what's your process on that? Like, how do you feel about knowing it's not going to be for everyone? And as much as you would love for everyone to feel loved, connected, and just really connect <laughs> with it, and you as a person, knowing that this book is not you as a person, it is a creative work that yes. exists apart from you. Like, what goes on in your mind? When you're yes. thinking about these things. So I will need reminders from you and pep talks, which you yeah. are excellent at to kind of when they happen yeah. to breathe deeply. And it's that the terminology and copy editing and editing is stet, S-T-E-T. Stet. Yes. It's like, don't yes. change it. Even though you suggested a change, keep it as is. I said so, what I said. Yeah. And, I'm, and I mean it. That even happened in the beta reader process where, you know, it's like, you can't make everyone happy. It's like one person is saying, I just want to read a book that's just only about you. Just center your story. You are the voice. You are the woman, like go, Jada, go. And then 
other people, you know, are like, oh, I love the varied stories and the variety and the diversity and to hear not just your story, but others. So that is an example of I'm not going to make everyone happy. And also what I think that when that happens, if I make the choice to step is to double down, like you said, on my decision around it. Like I intentionally, this is not Jada's memoir. Mm -hmm. I'm not just centering my story. And it's also answering objections, right? Like if I think about it, if it was just my story, it's like, oh, that worked for Jada. But what about Mm -hmm. a single mom? What about this person? What about, you know, so to me, I was being really intentional on how I I made certain decisions for this specific book. I do want to write a memoir of some sort that is just my story, but still, even in every book that we read and love, it's weaving in a very human universal experience that we can all relate to and connect to in some way too. Yeah. I mean, I remember having the conversation about Stet at the (laughs) Grand Californian in May when we were there for your birthday at Disneyland. And I would love to hear more though about, again, this is great for anyone who's going to write a book one day and have other people involved where they have a stet veto power or whatever. Like, what was your journey with that of feeling confident, owning your voice and being like, yeah, it's what I meant to say. It's what I'm going to say because I am the author. So I appreciate your input. Keep it as it is. Well, I didn't do that at first. Yeah. <laughs> Tell I me would, more. Yeah. I really felt like, well, these are professionals. They went to school for writing, editing. I don't have a college degree, so they know more than I do. So I was really outsourcing a lot of my decision-making and taking in a lot of suggestions and feedback. And that's also part of my people-pleaser tendency. Like, I want everyone to be happy. Okay, so let me move my elbow this way and then I'll do a Mm -hmm. squat over here and then I'm doing twister and I'm all like pretzeled up. And so it took me a while to get it that this is my book and my voice and my truth. And there's definitely pieces wiggled in there that are like, I probably should have stetted that and I didn't, but it's just also being in a practice of letting go and surrendering. Like when I read the audiobook, I caught like maybe two typo, like a quotation mark was missing. And I was like, how did that happen? You know, like those things where you're just like, all right, it is what it is. It's off to print. It's so really trusting that it's okay for things to be imperfect. And then I think in my support from you, like, I'm just so thankful y'all, if you can pay for a Nikki in your life, but I feel so lucky <laughs> like to have you just the most like generous, like cheerleader supporter, but your the way your brain thinks and organizes words, thoughts, ideas, emotions, like you just, you're like, here's all the messy Legos and let's like put it back in. And so it's a beautiful masterpiece, but in a way mm-hmm. that you meant it. And so in at Disneyland, which was Uh, We're like, we should make this an annual tradition, but really my book was due, but also I wanted to celebrate my birthday and Disney is one of my happy, 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 happy places. And that was the first time that I was really letting you read more of my pages. Like I had been guarding it, keeping it close to my chest and like, I don't want feedback. I'm so scared, but it was really helpful to share it with you because you would ask me questions of like, well, what did you really mean? Like, and I think this is a note 
that I kept learning is like when something isn't landing right, but you don't know how to fix it, that's where I get stuck. And I'll just be like, then I'll just set it and leave it. Like I won't even change it, but I know it's off. So I'm curious if you have any thoughts or insights around that when it's like, I know this isn't right. And that was kind of with you. I was sharing some things of like, this isn't exactly how I wanted to say it, but then the editor made it at this and it's even further away from what I really meant. It's not Mm -hmm. as inclusive or, you know, what I was trying to do. And so you're great at like asking the questions to get what I'm really trying to say, what I mean, which is very messy and how I'm saying it. And that's why the editor moved it around, twisted things around because like how you're saying it doesn't make sense. Did you mean this? And I was like, I guess so, but it isn't true. And so then you're able to get to that place of like, okay, what did you mean? And then you translate and you're like, and then you type and move things and you're like, and I was like, that's exactly what I meant, Nikki. It was fun. I mean, you know that it's fun if like you're literally steps away from Disneyland, but you're still just sitting there with your BFF in front of the fireplace at this beautiful hotel. I mean, again, all of that sounds pretty dreamy and it was. And also we were going to town like for several hours sitting there with, did you have, yeah, you had your laptop too, but well, my, no, my laptop your charger died or something or like you I didn't, didn't have your, I didn't have my charger with me. Yeah. So we had to use, what is the name? My of vintage here? 2012. <laughs> I got her in 2013, but she was born in 2012. She was manufactured. (laughs) She's had her hard drive replaced a time or two. I don't know what way can I, I mean, she works, so it's fine. And she's been blessed to be part of the She Builds experience, this laptop that we're podcasting through right now. But it was fun because I haven't straight up word nerded like that in such a long time. And it was also very fulfilling and fascinating and fun didn't mean to do the alliteration, but we'll go with it (laughs) to know like, wow, we are literally crafting sentences and styling sentences that are going to be in print in a matter of five months, you know, or six months or whatever it was in May. That was so cool. And so rewarding because I've just been in this digital land of (laughs) Google doc vertigo for all this time. So it was so fun and exciting to know, wow, she's in her final round here. People like these are final round edits. These are the words that are going to be on the pages in her book. So that was just a really fun, like selfish sidebar, you know, friend along for the ride, like little sister who got to go to the movies or the concert (laughs) or whatever. That's how it felt. But from a communication stylist circle, our perspective, I think it's very easy to get into the weeds. And I imagine that's where y'all already were because it was at that towards the final end where you're trying not to change yeah, too much because you also have layout, whatever. So it's like, you're barely trying to disturb. <laughs> you don't want to like do this. And then the seams fall out of the bottom of the dress over here because you did this little pinch over here. But at the same time, it's kind of also like, this is another metaphor coming to mind, but I was a bridesmaid in one of my best friend's weddings. I could tell she didn't like her hair. I could tell she didn't Aww. like what the lady was doing and she didn't want to hurt the lady's feelings. I'm like, dude, this is your wedding day. And I want you to feel as beautiful as you are. And so I'm like, ah, you know, and I'm kind of like asking her, like, what do you really want? Cause so I'm just realizing right now that that's kind of yes, what we were doing here. It's exactly like, it's You're your wedding it day. Yeah. It's your book. Like this is your book. So what do you, how do you want it to look, feel, sound? What do you actually want to say? And I always think of you at the beginning of your talk. Was it your WDS talk when you're, I have something to say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I just, I see that Jada in you and I'm like, what does she have to say? You know, she has something to say. 
what is it that she wants to say? And so if we just kind of zoom out of the weeds and we're not literally looking at this line and this line, and we can zoom out enough because so, some paragraphs we were reworking and we organized it. It's so fun. Like what we did. I mean, even standing in line in cars world, right? Like yes. we were looking at on your phone, we're looking at the word doc and highlighting it. By the way, if you're listening and you want to pay me to come to Disneyland and help you with your book, I am open yes. to proposals or any beautiful like national park, five-star resorts. Like no, I'm available as a fairy anything. doc mother. You <laughs> are hire. an excellent fairy doc mother. And I was so thankful for that gift or those last minute, like tighten up. What do you really mean? What does Jada have to say? And I would definitely hire you like in the future to like, okay, I would like to pay Nikki. And I wasn't saying you Jada, but I'm saying the other person. But I need need people. But yeah, you can find me out. out Right. Because there was only so many things we could get to, but I'm like, oh my goodness, if Nikki's hands were all over this, like, you know, and knows my heart and my intention and what I'm trying to say and advocating the same way that you advocated for the bride. Like, what do you really want? Like, come on, just like, because it's your day. You're looking at these pictures. You're the one living with it. The editor has ideas because they are an editor and they see, but this isn't their wedding day. They're not looking at these photos forever. They're not living with this. And I'm sure they care and they're grateful to be part of the process or they wouldn't be doing it, obviously, because you really have to love the work I, I imagine to want yes. to do it. And I wouldn't want to do it for like, you know, a user manual for how to make <laughs> pillow covers or whatever, but especially, of course, I'm especially close to you and to this project and invested in making sure that you feel expressed in this book, the way that you want to, while also knowing, just like you said, there are going to be parts where you're like, well, that wasn't my favorite page or chapter, <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's the nature and the law of averages. If 50% is going to be your favorite and the other 50% is going to be less and it all together is perfect. You know, you don't even want every single sentence or paragraph to be so engaging and scintillating and blah, 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 because people need a little brain rest. Like we need to digest. We want to keep it moving and we want to keep reading, but we also need a rhythm and that's going to be beautiful and perfect because yeah. So it's like, takes the pressure off. Not every sentence has to be this awe inspiring yeah. syntax or whatever. It's like, we just want to hang out with you. I love that 50, 50. I think that's the perfect permission slip and reminder that I need from you because I would read my manuscript. I think I read it out loud four times, including recording the audiobook. That's so many times. I know, <laughs> but but I'm a poet, like spoken yeah. word and like the way that I write is how I speak. So that's actually how I do my poetry is I would write and say it out loud. So it's yeah. like, I need to embody the words. Mm-hmm. So even as I was writing chapters, I would even Read. I remember seeing you do it over Zoom. Yeah, we're on mute, co-working, and I see you reading it. Yeah, I've seen it. It's true what she says. (laughs) But there would be times where I'm like, oh my goodness, I love these chapters and snooze fest on these ones. And then I would read it another time around and it would be reverse. Yeah, totally. It's like a living document and there's different energy that's going to hit you. I mean, as you know, the messenger in the moment and all of that. And so at a different moment, this part's going to stand out and then this part's going to stand out. And yeah. yeah. So my invitation for you that are listening to, you know, get the audible 
and then get the printed book and then read it. So if there are parts that you didn't like in this version, then you can read it again in a different way. And maybe you'll mm-hmm. like the other parts. Who knows? We don't know. It's also passive inspiration cooties. I mean, I love listening. Obviously, if you're listening to Jada's podcast, you probably love listening to her voice. And so, of course, you're going to love listening to her voice and steeping in it for eight hours or however long it takes. And it's just, you can just listen while you're going about your day and maybe hear something that you didn't really, like your eyes skipped over it because, you know, a kid fell off the couch or something at that time, whatever it was, and you got distracted. But it's like, sometimes for me in the morning, if I do actually get all three kids off to school on a particular day, I come home and I want to reset the room literally. And I love having that inspiration in my ear. And so it's so cool that I will have your audio, but I mean, obviously I have like, live stream access to your life in audio (laughs) form anyway, but like, it's just such a beautiful thing that you have this resource now in multiple formats that you can point people back to that past clients, future clients, people who literally are working tutors down from you right now. Like (laughs) it's so cool. Like you said, and even in the podcast, that was a helpful thing to hear too, where you're talking about how it gives you this like shared thing to point to with the people who are interviewing or that you're having the podcast conversations with. That's so cool to think about too. Like that's just the benefit for me as eventually my book's going to be you know, published posthumously when my grandkids are having naps or something. No, no. No, you, we won't let it happen. We won't let it happen. We're and one listen, step closer. Nikki, your book is in, the title of your book is my book. So. Right, right, that, right. You, you can I am inching my way closer. It is very sneaky how I manifest my way into, I'm like, I'm writing people's forewords. I'm in a blurb here in Denise's book. Oh, I'm in Carrie. Oh, now I'm in Jot. This is the closest I've ever been. I'm <laughs> being sidecar to She Builds. So we're getting there. But all that to say, it's the value of having that thing that you can point to that is going to just give you infinite inspiration and conversation points and be able to point people back to it. And especially with the audio, what I wanted to circle back to, I don't know if you've already talked about this in this season, so let us know. But I'm curious if you've shared about the audiobook recording process because that was really fun to witness from behind the scenes. Yeah, I don't think that I, I'm like trying to think if I did and I don't think that I did, but I, I felt like a rock star. You were, <laughs> you also were according to the sound guy, right? He was like, oh. Yeah, because I was giving you boxer updates as I was going through it throughout the three days and it was slotted to record for four days. We finished it in three days and they were like, you, I don't even remember what the words were that he said, maybe you remember, (laughs) but it was just really sweet. Like the sound engineer, the producer, he was just like, I wish I was like editing this as well. You know, he was- Yeah, he just wanted more time. (laughs) And I just thought that was so sweet. And then like the person who runs the studio was like, oh, if you want to record, you know, other people's audio books, that's not on my- future vision on my list of things, but it was nice to be like, Hey, you're on this. You're doing great. Like if you want to do more. So that's my backup job. If this book comes out and no one wants to come to my retreats or hire me to be their coach, then I will be (laughs) recording audiobooks in San Francisco, California. (laughs) Paid professional narrator. And you were, and you obviously did. I mean, you literally got paid to record this audiobook, but yeah, it's a great side hustle to know if you ever wanted to just sit and read and not have to think about anything else other than taking care of your instrument. But talk about that because that was very inspiring too. How you manage yes. your physical being and energy so that like training like an athlete because I did. that is your instrument. 
I Googled a lot about Mm -hmm. audiobook recording and it was almost like this performer's diet. And I was like, oh, but I feel really motivated. I want my body. So it was like, you know, eliminating dairy and processed sugar and, you know, eating green apples to help with that like tackiness in your voice. I had the vocal ease spray that I borrowed from George and I also ordered entertainer secret spray. Like I was asking everyone, anyone that I knew who had recorded a book, I was gathering data points and then kind of creating my own game plan to arrive. And one of the things they talked about was, you know, if you drink water the day of, it's too late. So you Mm. actually need to hydrate yourself the day before and drink lots of water that day, not necessarily the day. You still want to be sipping in between like every few sentences, like sip some water or some throat coat tea um, or your tummy starts to grumble. So I would have like little almond butter snacks and things. So, but I felt really motivated to like take care of my body, to take care of my voice. And I recovered really well. I wasn't drained by it. I was really paying attention to taking care of myself in the process that I, I had the stamina to do those full days, three days in a row. Yeah, I would like to request a blog post or something where you share your tips and your cheat sheet because obviously whatever you did worked so well for the fact that you were able to record it in three days when they had slotted four and that he was like, I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years or there, or he's worked with people who've been doing it for 20 years. I don't know why 20 years is in my mind, but basically he was like, excuse me. And you just walked up, did your book, finished early. Okay, bye, thanks. And you weren't burnt out. Like the way that you managed it, yeah. I just, we, you know, we, the people would like to know what were your pro tips as a first time recording artist in this way? <laughs> Cause it's so cool. I mean, I can sit here. I mean, this is the, the worst, you know, the setup that I have right now in my daughter's room that she's never slept in <laughs> because she sleeps with us years and years down the line, but in my little studio, you know, my posture, all of these things, there's no way I could go in my at-home studio, the way that I'm doing right now for hours and hours or my voice, you know, just the things you just like it was time and you did it and you prepared and it worked. And so I just want to know also before you forget that you remember for yourself next time, we'll pretend it's for you, but also it's for us, for the future audiobook readers of America and beyond. Yeah. You know, something else that was really cool was the publisher prepares the document for you. Because right. I was really nervous of like, well, how is it going to be? And, you know, they have the manuscript and an iPad, the sound engineer has it open on their desk and then the producer and the producer was actually in Connecticut. The sound engineer was in the booth, you know, in a window next to me. And then he would like close like the double doors. And then I just had like my tea and my water and my lip gloss Um, and I would like stand up, move my body. But like we basically recorded a chapter every hour that was, you know, because there would be retakes. You just go through and you read the whole chapter and then the producer is like making notes for cleanup. And so then he'll be like, okay, go to page 17 and start here and just reread that line. And so it would be like, you know, anywhere between like three to seven things that I would just need to re re record. And if they caught something in real time, they would just say like, Oh, your, your stomach grumbled. Can you like Mm -hmm. say that line again? Those type of things. So I felt really supported and taken care of that. I, I wasn't holding all the pieces by myself to have like two people in real time with me. And that felt very, luxurious. And also that someone had read through the entire manuscript 
and made notes of like, say this instead, you know, like say it like this, since it's for a listener, not a reader. So just different things like that, where they were making markings in that PDF for me to make note of and say, and bonus on day three, I came up with this last minute idea on the end of day two of recording a bonus guided meditation. It was originally in the manuscript. And then the first editor that I was working with was like, oh, let's just put that in the appendix. And so it just kind of disappeared and I forgot about it through the whole manuscript writing process. But then I was like, oh, it'd be great to have this guided meditation script that I, like I literally, this is what I say or do with my clients when I'm leading retreats or even leading office hours calls. Like I ground people and like get into your bodies, like connect to your truth, your heart before trying to strategize and solve problems. And so I like to get people's nervous systems to that place. So that was a really fun last minute. Like I had to like email my team in New York and be like, oh, is this, can we, do you think? Um, And then had to get the script ready so that it was on the iPad. Like it was Mm -hmm. a whole last minute dance, but I'm so thankful for anyone who has the audible version, the recorded version. And it could be on, I think Spotify is going to have audio books on there too now. Um, That, that, guided meditation will be, you'll be able to listen to it in the book That's as a, cool. as a bonus. Yes. So, so um, how does that work? Like it'll be the, it'll be the book and then it plays after like as an appendix. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope so. I don't know exactly. I'm pretty sure that we'll like find a, out. Yes. Yep. <laughs> you can go to Audible or Spotify to purchase your Shiva audio book and you can find out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it sounds so luxurious. I mean, that was the word coming to mind as you're describing, because it's like this intense attention to detail and feeling like, oh, nope, there's nothing that's going to fall through the cracks here. And I also bet that that varies by publisher and studio too, you know, yeah. like that you had a really great team because I bet, and well, I know because I've listened to audiobooks and I'm like, oops, somebody forgot, you know, to edit that out or they, like, they read it twice or whatever, which is again, fine human. And we can allow for that. I will certainly have typos or oopsies and whatever it is that I'm doing at some point. But it also just sounds like you had a really great team and whoever had their hands on it knew what they were doing and that you were obviously then you were a perfect pair for the talent. And for those who don't get the audio book, but have the physical, if you go to the special link that I mentioned in the book, you can get the audio version just through my website too. So I just want people to know they're not going to miss out. Of the meditation. Yeah. Of the guided to like set your intention. And I'm so excited to share that. (sighs) You did it. You done it. You're doing it. it. It's happening. Mm. Well, I know that we're kind of wrapping up our conversation. I'm like, oh, I know we're like, oh, let's make it a cup. But your curiosity and your questions are perfect so that I could just like sit back, relax and just answer your cues. Curious how you're feeling, you know, that you get to be a highlight in this book with your own story and your own journey and pivoting from, you know, I feel like you're like a pirouette. You know what I mean? Like your pivot is like, (laughs) right back to where I was, but I fought it all along the other 359 degrees. Right? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Cause it's not like I started, you know, a hot dog stand or anything. I still actually have the same pieces that I'm just adding onto in layers. So do you want to describe how I'm in the book or like what? what yeah. So 
Yeah. In chapter 12, embrace your pace. There's, you know, whether you push, pause or pivot and highlighting Nikki as the pivot in growing not only your business, but your family and how you needing to kind of step away to really the hustle culture of like online courses and all of this. And also knowing that you wanted to turn your attention towards in your pivot more towards your family in that season of your life. I think that's kind of how that, I mean, if you want to. Yeah. I mean, I guess I didn't even until we're saying this, and I know you even said this before we started the conversation about, you know, chapter 12, but it's like, I didn't even think about that part. I'm in the book too, in that way, you know, like it's one, like, obviously an honor and a privilege and humbling and all of those things. Like one, I'm just grateful to have you in my life and to be in your life. And then just to know you period, but then also to be your friend, but then also to be someone that you are willing to share and introduce in your way, you know, like it's really special and I'm really grateful and in great company with the amazing women who are also your friends and clients and people that you've connected with in this season of your journey and everything. So it feels really cool to be a supporting character in in the (laughs) she builds within the pages. So that is, again, something I haven't even really been thinking about until you actually said it. So it's cool. And I'm grateful. And I think about our friendship and I think about our squad and the season that we've been in and just how beautiful it's been that even when I have made conscious choices, but also very resistant to even the conscious choices, even when I've been knowing like, no, I do want to step away. I don't want to be putting all this energy into my business, but then I've been fighting myself on it a lot. And now I'm stepping back into it, right? In this season of life here, we are in 2022, but it's like, even through our friendship, hashtag nothing's missing because, you know, Jen or Nicole would be hosting client events and then we're speaking and they're still showing up on social media, even if we're not. And then like nothing's missing. It's just a really beautiful way, I guess, to see how we fill in the gaps for each other. You know, like Mm. if you're not feeling it, but I am, then that's what we're here for, you know, to like bounce back and forth off of each other and to share and introduce and be like, have you met, you know, play wingman? Have you met Jada? Have you met Ted? You know, have you met my friend? She's really smart. She has something to say check out her book, you know, and that is so cool. And I feel so thankful, like I said, for so many reasons, but I love that you shared on Instagram today so that we could easily share how pretty and how precious and how smart and how perfect and imperfect in all the perfect ways, you know, that this project is and the way that so many people will now get to connect with you. I mean, it's just so cool. And I'm very excited for the rest of the world little by little by little or lots by lots by lots, because I know you've been really putting in a lot of conversations that are going to reach hundreds and thousands and hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. I'm excited for the world to get to hear what you have to say. And it is just really fun and a beautiful thing to be able to have witnessed it in its forms till it got to this one form. Yeah. And I really, I'm like, could this book have existed without you? Oh my gosh. Yes, it could have. It would have had maybe. No, it might've taken 10 years, but Ah. it is true that that energy and that stamina of like, okay, I don't have a lot of pep in my step, 
but Nikki has it. And even, you know, social media post on October 26th, 2022 is sponsored by <laughs> Nikki's Voxer message in the morning. Like you were like, okay, you can post this photo and this one, make it easy for people to share because I was in my resistance of avoiding over perfecting, over polishing. Like I didn't want to press publish because that's my inner mean girl. Like I'm doing it wrong. And it's like my fears. I don't want to do, like, I don't want to do it wrong. I want to do it right. What's the song? What's the song when you were making the reel? Because then when we were in Austin and you were making the reel of the book recording, of the audio book recording, was it Orange Juice? Orange Juice, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So like we had a little reel co-working in real life, R-E-E-L in R-E-A-L life to do that. But that's why I'm grateful that we have this conversation because I'm asking you these questions because these are things that I have found incredibly inspiring, interesting, intriguing, good to know, note for future self. Jada, please put that in a blog post (laughs) so we can read your cheat sheet and buy your, you know, the supplements through your Amazon affiliate links or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I know that I am very fortunate to have this front row seat and you sharing the book is now like, yay. You know, everyone else now gets to have a peek behind your thought process and your stories and your client results and experiences of people who've gotten to have you in their corners and gotten to have some Jada cooties rub off of like, oh, it doesn't actually have to be that way. Whoa. I could actually be supported. Whoa. I don't actually have to put a timeline on my dreams, just on my actions. You know, like each of these (laughs) things are really valuable nuggets, reminders, and the way that you say them is a gift. So. Mm, I love you to pieces. I love you too. Thank you for being my fairy doc mother. My pleasure. My what for was real. our our Mickey? What was it? Our mastermind. Our Disneyland yes, master, mastermind. And then was it hot sheets? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're both in our little queen beds in the room, staring at the ceiling and talking to each other. So instead of hot seats, it was hot sheets. Yes. And there were many times that I just wanted to go to sleep and you would just be like, you can build up the momentum. Come on, Jada, you can do it. And so that's why everyone needs a Nikki in their (laughs) corner for the coaching, for the confidence cooties, as you say, Mm -hmm. for the compassionate, non-judgmental listener, and also just being an advocate for authenticity of like what is true for us in this moment. So I just... I thank you and I love you. And I'm so excited for more conversations recorded, unrecorded, Voxer, text message links, DMs, all the support and love. And I'm excited when we get to celebrate your book's birthday too. Yes, yes. One of these days it's going (laughs) to happen. I mean, and talk about like you saying, maybe this would have taken 10 years or whatever. I guarantee whenever I do get this book out in whatever form it's going to come out, it is going to be years faster learning curve because I've been able to witness and learn from your processes, right? I mean, even to the agent point that like, you know, when you're like, well, here's what I wish I would have done or not that you necessarily wish you would have done it because you know, it's all working however it's meant to and learning and blah, blah, blah. But me being a little sister, having three older sisters, like that was a huge benefit for me to be able to watch and observe and be like, okay, cool. And then learn from there. And so it has been invaluable for me. And now again, for your readers, as this applies to business and she builds, it's like people being able to tap into your field notes and shorten their own learning curve or 
at the very least, realize they're not alone as they're riding the wave of whatever their learning curve may be, you know? Yeah. And that's priceless. And before we wrap up, say goodbye, because we could talk to each other for a million trillion years. Yeah. Is you mentioned field notes. And I just want to know, how do people get access to your audio field notes of on her terms podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. See there. So currently at this moment in time, I have a private podcast called on her terms. It's like a library, the insider library. You can go to onherterms.com and sign up and you'll get the episodes while they're hot off the Voxer button press, because I literally just record them and post them. They're unedited. Like it's a voice note from me to Jada. Sometimes it is <laughs> literally what I would say to her, but I'm just recording it and sharing it with more people. But it also will show up in your favorite podcast player publicly because I do share some over in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. It's on her terms with Nikki Elledge Brown. Mm, and I'll obviously, I mean, I'll talk about it, but I mean, you have your Naptime Empires podcast too. Yep. Naptime Empires. You're in round three of the Naptime Empires lifestyle with little Noe. The final season. This is our final chapter of Naptime Empire's life. And it took me three kids to finally realize the people who obnoxiously say sleep when the baby sleeps. We're really onto something because it is delightful. I love napping next to my daughter. I have a, in my mind, it's like my snooze and or socialized time. And if I need a nap, beautiful. What a gift that I can actually just take a nap and fill in the gaps. I never actually nap for her whole nap, but I will usually sleep maybe like 20 or 30 minutes if I need to. And then I naturally wake up and then I'm like, hmm, okay, let's talk to someone, you know, reach out, nurture some relationships in the DMs or post something to stories or whatever, or respond to an email or, 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 and I never really, I mean, hence naptime empires. So I'm glad yes. I wasn't always sleeping during that time <laughs> or it, it wouldn't exist. But this time around, I'm like, I get it. I get it, y'all. Usually people learn it in retrospect once their kids are 25 or whatever, but I am very blessed that I've been parenting for 11 years. Wow. And now I understand the value. And I just want to share this term that you made up from your word nerd personal dictionary of naparone. Naparone. Yes. I just think that's so cute. Like you're like, I'm on duty. <laughs> a joy and a privilege. I'm on naparone duty. I have to go lay down right now. You guys, <laughs> I can't do anything out here. No, I can't. I gotta, it's naparone and I take it very seriously. I think I know children's books are on your heart of something to be building out too, but I could see like a, <laughs> an alphabet board book. Oh my gosh. Of, like your words, like all the things. That's fun. That's a fun challenge. A <laughs> is for yeah. author pants. <laughs> C oh, is that's for confidence. Really a little communication stylist alphabet book. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be perfect for the Naptime Empires collection. Yes. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I love it. And I love you. And love it, love it. we'll stop record for now. But if y'all want to, you know, be in our world, I'm sure we'll be leading workshops in random places around the yes. world. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Comfy, cozy, some book writing retreats in the near future. I just feel like things will happen. So we're just kind of sprinkling our ideas of how can we get paid to play together? That's all. Yeah. That's that's basically our mission in our, our life. Living the dream works for me. I'm looking mm. forward to it as well. We're open. Make an offer, people. Just decide. We're going to have... <laughs> Yeah, there's just so many fun things because like we talked about before, even if all we were doing is just 
gathering and creating a co-working space at the bare mini, what we do via zoom of just having time for your booty in the seat and just sit there (laughs) and do the thing that, you know, you want to do. You're trapped in this room with your excuses. I will help you dissolve them. And John will be like, I know I've done it before. I know I understand. And And we can make magic happen. Literally. It's so true. And I know we have to stop talking. Want to read about Nikki's pivot, AKA pirouette. (laughs) (laughs) head over to shebuilds.com and get your hands on the book because I'm not just sharing my own personal entrepreneurial journey, but I'm highlighting and sharing diverse stories from different women and their experiences and building. And, you know, we've got Nikki's on her terms and we've got She Builds. So she builds on On her her terms. terms. This show may be over, but the conversation is just beginning. Head on over to naptimeempires.com slash Facebook so you can join my free... Wait, did I say free? I mean priceless, rapidly growing community of Naptime Empire Builders for deeper discussions, behind the scenes scoop, and of course, updates whenever I've got new stuff coming up for you. naptimeempires.com slash Facebook. See you there. See you next time. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Good job, buddy.